Great having her up in Albany and getting ready for the governor's third, I believe, State of the State address later on this afternoon. Her name is Jody Giggler, representing the second uh, Assembly uh, District. Uh, always a welcomed addition. Uh, Assemblywoman, Happy New Year to you. First off, good to have you here. And here we go again. Let the games begin, I say, huh? My goodness, yes. I'm, I'm out of my seat hearing what the governor has to say today. Yeah. Last year she said that she was uh, going to do away with the compact housing, but uh, I wish that she would start talking about workforce housing and investing in workforce housing, not affordable housing. Um, affordable housing is filling up our communities and our downtowns, and it's it's people that are really not working. So the state cannot continue to afford to pay people to stay at home and not work. We have to make people, we, people have to get back to work. You know, these, uh, these addresses, uh, you know, it's, it's almost like water off a duck's neck the way I view them. Uh, it's the same old, same old nonsense, you know, a lot of rhetoric, uh, false optimism, uh, and everything else. You know, this governor's, uh, you know, trying to, to fight off a mass exodus of New Yorkers, uh, you know, trying to plug some holes, a $4 billion plus deficit and everything else. Uh, you know, raising taxes is inevitable. Uh, there's no question. It's unaffordable. I mean, how does she, uh, Assemblywoman, uh, paint a, uh, a decent picture here this afternoon? That she'll be talking about the, I'm hoping she'll be talking about the drug crisis that we have with the fentanyl and with our youth that are dying with drug dealers that are not held on bail and they're just being let back out to uh, sell more drugs and kill more people and not being accountable. And all of the people that are leaving, that are paying the taxes, and then the new ones that are coming in that are depending on services, and I'm talking about the asylum seekers. So it's uh, I problem that has been created by this state and this legislature and one-party rule for far too long that are pushing hardworking New Yorkers out of New York to seek a better life somewhere else because they're tired of footing the bill for people that can't work or don't want to work. Yeah, I'm talking with Jody Giglio, Assemblywoman, of course, uh, up in Albany with the governor's state of the state. So, uh, you know, I, I, no one wants to hear uh, about uh, creating a consortium of universities you know, SUNY, CUNY, and everything else, uh, to make New York the leader uh, in artificial intelligence. Uh, Nobody gives a darn about that. You know, responsible research and development. What people want to hear is, as you say, what are you doing about this crisis right now that's uh, just devouring our big city? And a 25, in year 2025, a $12 billion uh, price tag. Uh, Are we doing enough? to combat Washington on this. We know our mayor is not doing enough. Uh, That's what people want to hear about. You mentioned the fentanyl and everything else, the criminal activity, bail reform, maybe touch upon that clean slate, explain that whole thing before session ended and signing off on it. People want to hear about this stuff here, Jody. Yeah, well, you know, the fentanyl crisis is real, and these drugs are coming up here. We have our esteemed district attorney Ray Tierney that was here yesterday we had a press conference and we have another one this morning at 11 o'clock where we're talking about getting these drugs 
that are not currently listed. You know, he brought something up yesterday. He said, you put arsenic in somebody's coffee, available. You put fentanyl in somebody's drugs, available. And, you know, it's, it's things like that to be corrected and laws that need to be changed. We have lawlessness everywhere throughout this state. It's making its way out east. Law enforcement can't keep up, and law enforcement is not back. You bring up clean slate where you can commit a crime, and then years later, you know, you're getting out of jail early, number one. Number two, later your record is wiped clean, so nobody would ever know that you committed that crime. But then we have law enforcement where we have the attorney general, who we saw last night, that is going after law enforcement if somebody files a complaint against law enforcement. So where's the clean slate for law enforcement? Yeah. being accused of crimes and doing things that they didn't do or that's within the guidelines of what they have to do to keep our community safe and yet there's no there's no uh well there's no way out for them yeah it seems that way um, Joe Giglio with us up in Albany the state of the state letter from the governor uh I, I would imagine climate change will be on her list uh to make the state a little more resilient you know transforming these homes and businesses uh, into using far greater renewable energy, you know, wind power and everything else, taking away the uh, the gas stoves. And, I mean, come on, is that going to be a focus, I would think? She's definitely going to be talking about renewable energy. And, you know, it, the the systems that are being proposed in the eighth of a percent sales tax in Long Island for the uh, sewer connections to connect people to sewers, I mean, it, it is on an island. So we do need to try and figure out how to get everyone clean water, how to get everyone to where their sanitary systems are functioning properly and not sitting in groundwater, affecting our waterways. Um, but I, I just think that there's money grabs, money grabs, money grabs. It's going to be all over her speech today. How does she get money? And, uh, yeah. You know, it's coming from the hardworking taxpayers of the state of New York. And more and more people are coming in because they hear about all these services that the state of New York is providing. And they're coming in to get there with their hands out. We we really, uh, I'm curious. I, I know that last year she was saying that she was going to incentivize um, towns and villages to provide affordable housing. But said workforce housing. You need to have a job in order to live in these units. You can't just have the state pay your rent. Yeah, uh, Assemblywoman, Assemblywoman Jody Giglio, what is the relationship uh, at this point in time between she and her fellow Democrats on the state ledge? Uh, where are we at with that right now? Interesting, Jay, because we were talking about that last night and with these upcoming elections and the um, tight income. Oh, so, tight income is... is uh, a big issue for a lot of legislators up here, and some of them on that side of the aisle are already jumping ship and going to find work in the private sector, which is a good thing for us because their margin <clears throat> for the supermajority is very slim. So they need 100 votes to adopt the independent redistricting maps for the new lines for Congress. And we're catching up. I think right now they have 101 and the their uh, members just signed over the weekend and said she's going into the private sector. So they're down to 100. They need every single one of those votes. So 
there'll be some heavy ball, heavy bargaining and ball playing going on when those maps come out. It's, uh, I think that they're going to keep pushing back on her, and I think that you're going to see a lot of primaries since we have this public uh, matching funds and campaign finance, which is for everybody in district that pays a dollar to fifty dollars. The state will match that money twelve times. Anyone that makes a donation to a candidate, candidate throughout you know in the state system. Fifty-one to one hundred and fifty dollars. The state will match nine times, and anyone from one hundred and fifty-one to two hundred and fifty dollars, the state will match eight times. So your tax dollars are going to fund petitions. This side of the aisle, on either side of the aisle. When I when I tell Democrats, this aggravates them too that they're going to be paying for Republicans to run a campaign. So that's where the state's going. We're talking about hundreds of millions of dollars, but we don't have any money for our seniors, for our veterans, for people that have paid into the system all these years and finally retire. And they're they're paying and paying and paying. They're paying at the pumps. They're paying at the utility companies. They're paying at the grocery store. And there's no reprieve for them. So... People are unfortunately leaving, and how many people can actually say that their kids, their older kids, stayed here, had a family, started a family here, and everything's doing just fine? Yeah, things have changed, not mine, that's for sure. I mean, all of them are out, but, uh, you know, that's part of the issue. There there is no embracing uh, your hometown anymore. Why? Because it's unsustainable. Uh, you know, when, when it comes to choices, as far as feeding your family and, and, and making a decent living, you know, you got to choose, unfortunately. Uh, that, has, uh, that has been the case. You know, it, it, it would be great if you can have your state leader uh, come up with, with some sort of uh, game plan as far as how do you turn it around. Instead of playing over and over again uh, to the base, uh, you know, it's it, it would it would be kind of a change of scenery for a lot of folks. You know, instead of always uh, trying to change the landscape, especially uh, the legis the voting years on the even years uh, as opposed to odd years, you know, to to kind of bundle everything uh, to make it easy for your own party to elect officials or redistricting. As far as uh, picking a judge who will align yourself with your thinking. See, these are the things that people right now are so tired of. And that's why they have had enough. They, they're they leaving. I can't do it anymore, they're saying. These are just some of the issues, though, Jody. It, it sure is. And, you know, I was speaking to the, the sponsor of that bill to change the elections to even years. And, um, you know, it'll be challenged for sure. And it'll go to the highest courts because people elected their representatives for a term, a four-year term. You can't cut that term down by a year. But, uh, the, but the sponsor of the bill said, oh, no, well, we want more people to come out and vote. And I said, yeah, okay, well, they have plenty of opportunities to get out and vote. No one is suppressing voters in New York State. You can, you have no excuse absentee mail-in ballots which the voters 
turned down in a referendum a couple years ago said, we don't want that. You have to have an excuse. Sick. You're out of the country. You're in a hospital. You're out of the county. You have to have an excuse to have a mail-in ballot. And changed it. They just changed the law again. They don't care about the taxpayers, but the taxpayers think they say they're going to put up for a referendum and let you vote, let you decide. But then when you do decide, they just override you anyway. It's uh, it's really a very disgusting process. Uh, you know, I don't know how we'll, you and we'll, you do it with your colleagues and put up with this nonsense uh, over and over again. Uh, but I know that you are ready for battle, and I and I guess it all starts uh, this afternoon as far as the content uh, of the uh, of the address. Uh, and and just so we don't put a complete uh, negative spin on things here, is is there anything to kind of look forward to uh, after this afternoon? Is there anything that uh, you and others will be kind of uh, getting a sense of and eyeing as far as making sure that New Yorkers can kind of live more of a better life? I think that the voters are really starting to pay attention here. I think that their way of life, and, you know, I'm the ranker on um, the people with disabilities yeah. and parents who have been taking care of their children for all these years and their children that may have an intellectual or developmental disability. Now those children need services because the parents are getting older and they need services and, and the state is denying them services and there's no placement for them to go anywhere. And I think that there's a lot of voters, there's a lot of people that have depended on the government to take care of them, take care of their families for many years, and they voted strong block one way, seeing spending of their money, of their tax dollars, and they're seeing what they always had being taken away. And so it's not just for the hardworking taxpayers. It's for the people that have been dependent on services that have lived here in New York their whole lives that the services that they had are being taken away. And I think you're going to see, I think you're going to see people start voting. You're going to see another red wave. And I think the red wave is going to keep coming until we see a changeover in this state. You know, I think you're right. I mean, I know many, uh, a Democrat, I know I have family members who are starting to see the light here as far as not so great anymore and thus you know that they're, they're kind of taking it upon their their own situations to, to make moves and everything else uh, if not out of the state and in other directions but I think you're right I think I think people have awakened they see a lot of this nonsense going on and they are tired of it they're not going to take it anymore uh, and how do you respond well the only way to respond folks is to go to the polls on election day and make the necessary changes. I would agree with you. Uh, I think uh, we're starting to see numbers now, people turning out to vote and express their concerns. And I have a feeling uh, that all starts again come November 5th of this year. I mean, that's how you do it. That's how you figure things out. And uh, we'll see what happens. No, we got a special geez. election in Congress coming up on February the 13th. We'll see how Mazzy does there, Mazzy Pillup against Tom Swazi. But to me, it starts then. And, you know, people, this is how they express their concerns and and their uh, dislike as far as uh, government the way it's being run now. No excuse not to vote, folks. You got to vote. If you have kids that just graduated high school last year, 18 years old, get them registered to vote. It's very easy to do. They make it very easy for anybody to register and for anybody to vote. 
Very important. Can't emphasize it enough. Can't thank you enough uh, for coming on. Hopefully, first of many conversations this year. Uh, enjoy Albany today. We'll see what's up, and uh, we'll talk soon. How's that? It's great, Jay. Have a great day, everyone.